Welcome to the Prison Mindfulness Podcast, presented by the Prison Mindfulness Institute. In this podcast, we'll be talking with experts in the fields of prison mindfulness and prison dharma, discussing their transformative work in prisons and jails. Hello, everyone. This is Vita Pierdes with the Prison Mindfulness Institute. I'm very happy today to be here with Michael who is from Israel, and she has run Program Zero for a long time. And Michael Warshawski, did I pronounce that correctly, is a social activist living in Tel Aviv. She has worked with single mothers on public housing issues and with Bedouins fighting for land rights. Her work's focus is in prisons. 16 years ago, she founded The Quiet Within that offers meditation for current and former inmates. The project was motivated by her strong desire to affect change in the world rather than just practice compassion on the meditation cushion. They offer inmate tools, inmates tools to create their own quiet within by leading 29 weekly meditation groups, wow, for Jewish and Arab current and former inmates who live in difficult conditions. Very few successfully rehabilitate themselves. Volunteers perform all the organization's activities. After six years of working, last year they published a meditation book for prisoners in Hebrew and in Arabic. That book is given as a gift to every group participant. Welcome, Michael. Thank you. you. How did you begin doing this and how did the work in Israeli prisons develop? Okay, so um, as you say in the beginning, I um, I practiced meditation for several years, and and then I felt that I want to do to do something, not just to learn about compassion, just to do something in the world. And as we know, prisoners are really in the lowest place in the society. And um, I know, as we know, that there's behind every crime, there is a lot of suffering, a lot of stress. And then they come to be, they, they have time in a prison. And um, I felt that I want to do something in, uh, in prison. I didn't have any experience in guiding any group of meditation. Um, I have no experience to work with prisoners, but I felt very, very strong in myself that I could connect very well to the prisoners. I felt that they will listen to me and um, I wanted to do it very much. So I start with one group in one of the Israelis' prison, and uh, it really went very well. And uh, after a year, I decided to make to make more um, groups in all the prisons in Israel, in most of the prisons in Israel. And uh, I make contact with uh, volunteers. Uh, I also make contact with uh, uh, prisons. It wasn't a, a, a it wasn't a decision of the authority of the prison in Israel. 
it means that every group I opened, I had an individual connection with the prison. So for now, we have uh, I work with 16 prisons. So it's every prison, it's a, it's a, it's a connection. And um, we develop the, the, with all the volunteers together, we develop the program. And here we now, we have, uh, I have even to, to correct the number you said, we are now 32 groups. Oh, nice. So yeah, it's 20 in prisons. Wow. In uh, and twelve in the community, wow. and altogether we are thirty-two. Yeah, and um, we are coming every week. The volunteers every week to a group in the same day, same hour, and I can say that all the volunteers stay in our organization for years, wow. seven years, ten years. 14 years, they really, really, um, the, this work, this activity, it's not work, it's uh, voluntarily, um, really important for their life and they just um, continue. And um, I can say that, um, you know, I, I, I said to all the volunteers when they begin this activity that we are going to practice with the prisoners. Because, for example, when we speak about anger, so it's not a subject that I can say to the prisoners, oh, once again, long ago, I know what is anger. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still practice. We all practice. <laughs> so it's really, um, we're not the teachers. means. We are really practicing, practicing with them. Yeah. And, um, and all these things, uh, all these years, we are doing voluntarily. Right. All the organization yeah. is voluntary. No one, no one is working. And, uh, um, and I can say, you know, I, two weeks ago, a volunteer called me and told me that one of the prisoners told her that if he would know in the past what he knows now, so on the way to the village to murder, he would stop and not continue the way. Wow. And, you know, even now when I send it again, oh my, <laughs> I'm so excited to, to Really, it it give us the, the the motivation, the power to continue, to continue and continue what we are doing. Yeah. So, Michael, you live in a deeply divided society. So, how do you cope? So, I I'm assume that in the prisons, they're not they don't segregate out the religious divisions, do they? Do they segregate? <laughs> Um, I, I will tell you just uh, um, uh, before um, in the in prison, there two thirds of the all prisoners in Israel, they are criminal prisoners. Right. One third is political prisoners. Okay. They are in a separate prisons. 
and we can't do anything with them. It's completely okay. separate. Okay. So we are working just with the um, criminal prisoners. And it's about 44% Muslims, Arabs. There are some, of course, Christian, but most of them are Muslims. Yeah. In Israel, as you, as you said, it's a really a, a, a continued struggle between uh, Arabs and uh, Jewish people. And they are not, we are not doing anything together. Means uh, people work together in hospital, in pharmacies. But most of the most of the, our life, it's not together. Even in towns that they live together, it's a different neighborhood. Mm -hmm. But in prison, they are all together. In mm -hmm. our group, all together, and. Uh, it's continue the situation that Arabs, for example, there is no, uh, the rules of the prison, the forms, the, the forms, the, the, the rehabilitation programs, all are in Hebrew. Oh, gosh. Almost half are Arabs. Yeah. But all in Hebrew. And um, and also I can say that, you know, the volunteers sometimes tell me, wow, you know, uh, the, uh, the Arabs in the group, they are very, they, they like very much the meditation. So this, you know, this comes on a prejudice that why they say it? Why they say it? Why they're so surprised that Arabs, and really, the volunteers are <laughs> wonderful people with big hearts. The situation is that they know more about Buddhism than, than uh, about Muslim uh, Islam or uh, Christianity or even Judaism. They more they know less. Right. One thing that I forgot to tell uh, in the first question is that our program in prison are completely not religion. Mm -hmm. Means all the all the volunteers comes from a Buddhist practice, but what we are doing in prison it's completely um, secular. Um, Two reasons for that. The one reason is that the, um, we have many religion people in the groups, Muslims, Christian, or Jewish. And we want that the heart will be open, the mind will be open and not closed. So it's very important that we keep it like this with no religion um, um, uh, speaking and also the authority of the prison are of course very strict and uh, anything that connect to other religion can't be in uh, in prison and so we're doing a, a secular dharma we really teach the dharma but in secular uh, way Great. And so do you have translations for the Arab? You have people that speak both languages in, as volunteers? 
Translation of uh, what? Uh, oh, oh, like if someone is speaking Arabic, do, is, is there anyone? It's that... not easy. It's not easy. We have a list of words yeah. that it's common to speak, uh, you know, in, a, in the meditation group. So we right. have it in Arabic, so it helps. Okay. Many times each other helps, you know, they help each other in the group. Oh, okay. Uh, but unfortunately, I don't speak Arabic, and the, also the volunteers doesn't speak Arabic. Um, I will speak later about the book, so I explain why it's so important that the book is in Arabic. Yeah, great. So, um, you do you work all, only with inmates, or do you work in rehabilitation centers? You said something about very few are rehabilitated when they get out. So, can you speak about that? Yes, of course. Um, we work in um, it's the it's the state um, authority. Uh, it's uh, this uh, the it's rehabilitation connect to the state. It's not just in the community. Okay, mm -hmm. so the prisoners who get free before um, how do you good and good behavior, right? So they can go to a rehabilitation program. Okay. So we have 12 groups all around Israel for uh, release prisoners. And um, we discover in all these years that it's much hard for them to practice. Yeah. Uh, it's not easy to be in prison, <laughs> of course. <laughs> But outside prison, to build, to connect all the pieces of their life together again, Yes. And to work and not to be fired from work mm -hmm. and to build the relationship with the family, the children. It's very, very, very hard for them. And it's very important that we have um, uh, meditation groups for them. Some of them already uh, practicing in prison, but some, most of them discover it just after Um, they, they went out from prison and, and another program um, that in process it's the community court as you have of course in the United States so in Israel now we have eight community court and it will be double in two years and now we are in a process in a connection with them to make the meditation group part of the rehabilitation program of the community court. Yeah. That's and uh, we hope very much that it will work and they will um, accept it. It's in a process now. And, uh, yeah. That's great. So, and you're in prison classes. How do you reach out? Is it like word of mouth? Like do other... People in your class tell other prisoners to come to the class, or how long do people stay in these classes? Years, oh. or oh, this is a question. There, there are two kinds of groups. One kind is open group, means whoever wants to, to to come comes, and even in open groups, prisoners stay for a long time. I had the group for eight years. Not one group, but one, eight years I was um, um, guided uh, in the prison. And prisoners were there two years, three years. 
Um, so this is one kind of prisoners. And the other is close group that they have, a, they um, in the prison, they uh, in a rehabilitation program or a violence in a family or a um, sexual violence. And it's a closed group, means that the prison, um, they um, for, uh, not forced, uh, ob- they have to be in the group. Okay, yeah. Wow. And this is a very good group. Oh. Very good groups because after one time, two times, they sleep, they make love, they uh, jokes, and uh, something happened, and they stay. And they can stay for two, one year, two year, depends. Great. Great. So, um, so you have an association of volunteers, and you've formed an organization, sort of. Is there projects that you've had that have been that have failed or been discontinued, and you hope that they'll revitalize, or maybe they yeah. just aren't viable? Yeah, um, you know, when volunteers enter the prison, many times, so the guards ask them where you're going, and they said we're guiding a meditation group. Most of the time they say, oh, we want, we want to, we want to. Okay. And my dream was 16 years ago when I started this project that all the prisoners and all the guards, prison guards will do meditation, not together, but right. do. But the reality, it's diff- uh, not, so, uh, not so easy. We discover that uh, they don't have time. They have long shifts. They can't come before the shift. They can't come after. They can't during the shift. And once I spoke with a volunteer from United States many years ago, he told me it's the same problem. Um, So we tried, we tried, we tried to do it, but it didn't work. And then the idea was to go to make a meditation groups uh, in the school of prison guard. And right. we did it. The training school. Yeah. Training school. Yeah. And we did it. And we were part of the program, of the training program. That's great. And it was for one year. And unfortunately, it stopped with a very tragic uh, story. Uh, there were a big accident in Israel that 44 prison guards caught in fire in a bus. Oh. Yeah, it, and this was our last, this was our group. Oh. And it's, in one day, it's, yeah, it was many, uh, some years ago, 10 years ago, and from then we didn't, um, <laughs> we didn't come back there, and I hope, I hope we'll come back, yeah. It's mm-hmm. very important. Yeah, very important. very important to get the help. We've been doing that for about 10 years now, and it really does wow. make a difference. Yeah. Wow. In prisons? Yeah, yeah. yeah with wow. a, and a few, not a lot, but a few states are allowing programs for staff. This, the, the, this, the authorities have to actually have buy-in for it and allow it to be done during work time, so they're getting paid for it. So that's yes. kind yes. of like, yeah. So um, are, what... Are you thinking up ways that you could get the prisoners more involved in the program, like learning how to facilitate? I know we've talked about that through email, 
Are you do you you have hopes for that to occur? I have yeah yeah yeah. I, we have a, we build now. We start to build a program that prisoners will teach pres- other prisoners meditation. I know that our um, that we are coming to the prison. It's very significant. I can't say it's not significant. Uh, we are looking at them at good eyes, in open heart. Uh, we believe in the change. We accept them as they are. So it's very important. But we've never been in prison. We don't know the life that caused them to come to prison and the life they will have after. Mm-hmm. So the voice of a prisoner you know, like the NAAA, that the guides are someone who was addicted. Right. So this is the this is our idea, and also to we think we believe that it uh, will develop generosity between them uh, to be to help and to be helped. And it what else we need. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and uh, we hope that uh, and and now in Israel there is not now many years there is a program called um, Prisoner for Prisoner oh. that, uh, that prisoners teach others prisoners something they know it can be a, a ma- mathematic or English or anything so this is something that the authority told us already, the uh, prison authority, that it can be a very good idea to make, to, to, to do. And we start to work on it. Wow. During COVID, you know, there was a lot of limitations on going into prisons here in the U.S. And what actually developed from that was that, and during this period, a lot they started in a lot of, most states in the U.S. now give prisoners tablets where they can watch um, courses and listen to oh. meditation, all kinds of courses on all kinds of subjects, et cetera. So does Israel have any plans like that? If not, maybe you want to tell them about that project. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll put it in the list that what I wanted yeah. from them. Wow. Wow. And no, 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 no. Very it's, helpful to have something that they can take back to their cells. And then, you know, like the path of freedom now, is on um, that course that I developed is, is on tablets and it's been on there for like seven years. And I, they finally gave me the stats and it said that 35,000 prisoners had enrolled in it. Oh, and so wow. they get to watch all those videos that everybody oh. on the outside gets to watch. And so they have that as a reference, you know, to if, especially if it's done in tandem with doing a course in it, you know, with volunteers coming in and teaching it, then they can go back and review the material. So I think it's a really helpful move that's happened. Yeah. It's amazing. I, I just can dream about it here. Really. Okay. <laughs> Well, that's what we thought before. I was like, oh my gosh, it's because people, people would ask us and be like, no, you don't, they don't allow anything, but now they are allowing that here. So, you know, you never know. And they uh, did, and they uh, buy the tablet to the prisoners? Yeah, kind of these cheap tablets, you know, they only give them to pr- to prisoners that, you know, maintain their good you know, standing or something, you know, they aren't getting a bunch of infractions. And then if they get infractions, they get the tablet taken away because they can also communicate with their families through it. Wow. Like a FaceTime thing. Yeah. It's a big change. It's a big, big change. Wow. 
but it's spreading to all the states. I think that they're finding it useful. Keeps them occupied. Cool. I can help people get so addicted to their tablets. So it's so important. Wow. Yeah. So um, what is your currently your biggest project or most important project that you view as your most important project? Uh, we are proud, <laughs> very proud about the book, the meditation oh, book for prisoners. Um, yes, you know, we're coming for to prison. We don't have tablets. We're coming once a week, once a week. So the prisoners in the group can practice one once a week. Of course, they can practice between the meetings, but it's we know in our life how it's so not uh, not so easy to to have the discipline to to practice every day. And uh, the book is a kind of um, how do you say answer. Anchor to, to 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 use that they have it, and um, this was the idea. And then we work on it for six years. Some of the volunteers, I and some of the volunteers, uh, um, wrote the book, and uh, it was translated to Arabic. Great. And the idea was to our dream was to give it as a present to every prisoner that's in our group. And it was a very uh, unusual uh, request from very <laughs> from the prison authority because no organization, no one can, can uh, send or bring something to the prisoners. No way, nothing. So it really was uh, unusual to ask for this permission. It took two years and we got the permission. And then after we uh, got the permission, we finished to write the book and then we gave them back to make, uh, to read it at, uh, as a center yeah. to check it. The oh. Hebrew, of course, every word, every word, the Hebrew and the Arabic. And after we got the permission, we sent it to the, to, to make, um, how do you call it? Um, to make the books, to, uh, to, to print, to print the books. Yeah. <laughs> and um, really it's something very, the, the book, as the prisoners say, it's, they feel, I think it's a very special book. <laughs> And the prisoners said that they feel it's somebody is sitting in front of them and speaking for, with them during the read, the book. Yeah. He understand what they feel now. So it's very, very, um, it, it's influence on them. They have a big influence of the book and they said they can now can uh, practice uh, they, say, they say the book is a hope for them. It's like a, it's a hope. Uh, and the Arab prisoners that they don't have anything in Arabic from prison say uh, it's uh, in our language. Wow. It's very, uh, very uh, significant for them. And what can I, I can tell you that um, for me, you know, I was busy with the writing and producing all this project and uh, et cetera. And I didn't 
think about the meaning of giving a present to a prisoner. And just after we gave them the books, we realized through what that before they opened the book, just in the moment they got it, they were so excited about it. They were so thankful about it. And that's just then I realized that they don't get any present. Many, maybe many years, 20 years, 10 years, they didn't get, got a present. And it's not just a present, it's a book. So it's not a a flower or something, it's a book. So um, really, the book is, it's a really a Dharma book, means it's not just instructions of meditation, it says the... um, like a real Dharma book. Wow. And, uh, and with examples from prison, from their life, that they will can know what to do. You know, for example, they are sitting in the court and everybody speaks on their head. Nobody listens to them. Uh, they, uh, someone wants to go to his, um, wedding, son's wedding and suddenly they, the prison authority don't let him. What he's doing, or he's sitting um, for hours in the you know close close um, how do you call it when you close uh, uh, hands during uh, driving to the court. How we deal with it, etc. Right. etc. Et so um, and maybe next year the book will be translated to Italian. Okay. Yes, and uh, yeah, we hope uh, that all the prisoners there in the groups will get yeah, it. I think that's important what you're saying, the power of the gift and the power of books. I mean, we've, of course, had this Books Behind Bars program for 20 years, 25 years, and I just can't believe the letters we get. And people sometimes on the outside forget how powerful it is to just get a gift for no reason from somebody, and also how important books are to change lives, you know. I mean, it kind of gets lost in this world of YouTubes and everything else, but it's really books are very powerful. And and we have just like stacks and stacks of letters of people's writing. Thank you. Beautiful, beautiful gratitude letters for just one book that they feel like changed their life. So it is very powerful. So what do you see for the future of your, your group? We'll continue. It's enough. <laughs> so we continue. But but we have all the time ideas. The one project that we are now, uh, we, we had to begin this project before COVID, but things change. The idea is that, um, as I said before, we are coming for um, once a week to meet the prisoners. And uh, as I said before, we know it's very difficult, the discipline to, to practice. And if we want a change, you need to practice every day. So we decided about the program that we will come to prison every day. But <laughs> for intensive time, I mean, not for, not for years, we'll take a period of four months, we'll come to a whole wing, not just one group, 
all wing, one wing in one prison, one wing, that all the prisoners will practice every day for four months. Wow. Uh, every day, five days. I mean, weekend, weekend come, but four or five days. And we believe that this will help for a personal change, of course. And also, that's why we decided to do it in all in, in a whole wing, that the atmosphere, more than the atmosphere, the relationship between prisoners in the wing will change. They will more listen to each other, more help to each other. There will be less uh, violence uh, 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 problems. Um, and this is the, also the change that we expect to, to see. And so we hope in some months to, to, to do this program. It, we have to, to build it with a lot of uh, volunteers. And the, in this case, the, the prison authority of this, the prison will do it, has to work together with us like this. Yeah. Not like we come to a group and go back home. It's, it's something um, that we need uh, to, do, uh, to, uh, to work together. And they're willing to do that? Yes, oh, but wow. yes, but as you know, I'm sure from uh, United States. So there is a lot of uh, uh, this this hierarchy, hierarchy. This has to side, and then this. Yeah. Uh, uh, so it's yeah. now in the middle. <laughs> so we hope. <laughs> yeah, and um, and we hope this is our plan to make a research. Wow. Uh, yeah, research would be great. It's very important to make a research because it's very unique um, program. So if you yeah. do that, please send us the research so that we can tell people they're here because research will always open doors. And then it's because I think that's a project that we would love to, a lot of people here would love to do, but it's just very complicated, like you say, with all the layers of bureaucracy to go through. But I think the research sort of opens the doors like, oh, we could develop this whole pod into that and see what happens. And they have done that in a few prisons here in the U.S. So, but the more that do it, the more they'll see the results. So, yeah, yes, that's yes. a great idea. Wow. Yeah. Very impressive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think we also told them that it's like a, a pilot because yeah. if really it, we have a good, um, uh, um, uh, what do you mean? Um, it will be good things will happen. It will influence many, 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 many prisons, maybe in the world. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, and then I'd be curious to see if that impacts more what happens when they get on the outside, because, you know, then you have that real intensive hit, you know, the seeding, the practice deeper and deeper into your, you know, being. So probably it might help really help with that factor of the post risk, hopefully. No, <laughs> oh, it was really great to talk to you. I'm so glad to have met you after all these years of email communications and you do yeah. freedom and stuff like that. So it was fabulous to talk to you. Thank you so much, Mike. Thank you. Thank you very much, Vita. And everything I learned from you and the, all the things uh, you are doing, um, really it's uh, inspiring me and uh, all of the volunteers. And thank you all. Oh.
Thank you for listening. To learn more about PMI and our programs, please visit prisonmindfulness.org. You can also keep up with us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn.